Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. I blame Miranda with your host, me, Miranda Virat, of the Blame Fame. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Let's do this. I'm so excited. Hi, everyone. I'm going to do this podcast with a friend of mine, Brandon, who a lot of my friends already know. Everything that I say recently, it's Brandon told me this. Brandon told me that. So I know a lot of people are going to love this because I love him. He's the best. And he's going to probably going to be doing a few podcasts with me. And if uh, it goes well, maybe he's going to be my uh, podcast partner from now on. So, Brandon. (laughs) Sorry. Thank you for the, uh, the warm introduction. I appreciate um, your friendship as well as invitation to uh, join your podcast. And he brought me to the scissorless office. <laughs> Can you believe this? I come to his office and I need scissors and he brings me the scissorless office. It's I'm one of the many it. reasons why WeWork is going out of business. Their lack of scissors is right at the core. I think that's their, the main fucking reason. It's the main reason. But you got to know something about me and Brandon. Me and Brandon, we met at the worst place that you can meet a person <laughs> and you literally forget like two days later who you met but we've been friends for well, how long three years now yeah three years and where did we meet coachella we met at coachella the most but la place you can I meet know. a person i know right and a lot of my listeners are actually uh european so they are love coachella they're dreaming to go to fucking coachella you can also curse on my podcast it's all good <laughs> it's explicit explicit content so yeah so they're gonna be like oh wow good job but you know people don't even know what the fuck is happening and they watch movies about la about things they read it in newspapers and they have completely different uh kind of view of things but you know we we grind it everywhere the, the, we go everywhere when we say things about things we know things like we've been there we've lived there we I mean, grind yeah. it like that was quite the uh that was quite the weekend yeah. I mean, the funny thing, did you end up going to the actual concert? I ended up actually going to the actual concert. I did not. Yeah. I just went to Coachella, never heard any music, yep. never saw anyone perform, <laughs> just nothing but well, debauchery I came, well, and I came parties. To, I actually came to like. And a lot of free, free stuff, yes, actually. I, got a, I still have free handout stuff from Coachella really from three years ago yeah Baxter's oh of California like that's like super high end but I actually I got so much of I, their stuff I came to do a creative direction with a photographer we we're supposed to like shoot whatever you were supposed to I don't know if you oh you were not supposed to shoot. I was I supposed to direct me. so I did not even go officially to Coachella it was just like a job and then I came there, we started drinking noon, you know, like it was just like, I don't even know if I did the work, but yeah, I actually went to actual concerts. I did not have a wristband for that year, but somebody, we know who, uh, got me, <laughs> he got me a, a $800 wristband. So I did actually... Helps being beautiful, that's all I gotta <laughs> say. Nobody ever gave me no $800 wristband. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, 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 you do things, you, you, you like, you're the man. <laughs> Come on. I do things. You, you're the man. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this was like a, a complaint flag. Come on. Like, he, look at his Instagram. Come on, Brandon. Don't, don't give me that shit. But anyways, friendship started at Coachella. That is so rare. That's like a one. We're like one percenters. This is like, that is literally does not happen. And then we took our friendship to LA, which also it's uh, where friendship goes to die, where relationships goes to die. Yeah. 
but we kind of got over all those fucking hurdles, you know. We've been through a lot together. <clears throat> yeah. So LA is one of like you know we both lived in LA. We both hated LA, and I went to Europe for a little bit. I mean, the thing about LA, Francisco, I'll right? say like I I didn't hate it when I was there, but I would never go back. It's the way it's almost like a drug in that like I was addicted to it when I was there. And there are elements that I really liked, like the the weather, obviously, um, and so I was just so you know in it. And you, it's almost like a like a toxic relationship where like I fucking hated it. And you, you know, really, I was you miserable as fuck. I yeah. hate it. I was so miserable. Like I just, I don't know. That place is kind of like my kryptonite. I don't know why. Like I just, I you know, you know, I went to the doctor's office and she, I did like a blood test and she's like, you have a vitamin D deficiency. How the fuck you live in California? <laughs> vitamin D deficiency. Like you, I get depressed three weeks out of time and i do not leave my apartment i'm in home depressed i live in california i'm depressed i go to grocery store and go back this woman was like i've never seen this so somebody lives in california it's only because you only went out at night (laughs) (laughs) i mean i saw you out not during the day though no yeah yeah, but but i had periods when i would not leave the house for three weeks except for groceries i mean but it's also funny because like we were just reflecting on this that like we went to more like high-end scenester stuff in LA. Like we were always going to Avenue. so we were, fucking cool. We were always going to all these like really high, you know, top-notch nightclubs. But but it's just so dumb. Like LA yeah, is I mean, it so had, dumb. Like I think even just going to like the more low-key spots here in New York, you know, it's like it's just there's so much more substance to it. And yeah. like I just I like the people so much better. That's the the big thing about LA. I I have this little phrase. I'm like you know people come to New York because they're smart because they're wealthy because they are ambitious because they want to change the world. People come to LA because they're beautiful. <laughs> but, hold on. but they're beautiful in their fucking this, this small 3,000 people town. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, right. And they come because they were the most beautiful girl in, you know, Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa class of Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Wherever, you know, like whatever spot, like, class of 20 you know 17 and now they're you know, know. in la and they come to la they think oh all i need to do is be beautiful and i try to explain to these fuckers no you actually have to be talented if you look at the and lineup, then they get lip injections i know but, and then if, you, <laughs> but if you look at a lineup of uh, actresses right now nobody's exceptionally beautiful i mean they're Margot like Ross. some motherfucker called me and uh we got uh, cut off, but we're continuing with our shit on LA episode, or uh, as um, we have no actual plans to, to shit on it, but um, we're just giving you some uh, inside scoop here. Um, what I wanted to say about what? About actors, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the most annoying things there, because I have a couple of uh, connections in uh, the business and all the people that always bug me. And you can't complain, you can't explain to these people that uh, it just takes uh, much more than looking good. They don't understand it. I think, you know what I'm most annoyed with in LA? is people read these stories how, I don't know, it took Samuel L. Jackson like 30 years to make it or 20 years to make it. So they're like, oh, it just needs time. I'm like, no, it needs talent, plus then it takes 20 years. So they read these stories and like, all I have to do is just be persistent and I have to kind of like, you know, put the grind in for 10 years and then it's going to happen. No, you got to be talented plus 10 years, then it's going to happen. So 
for me, having these conversations daily was literally killing my fucking soul and I needed to leave. That plus guys. Guys destroyed my fucking soul. You've never, all, those, all you people who are dreaming about LA, just so you know, you go out and you meet people and you're just nice to people. You like people, you're nice to people, you know. But you don't have attraction to somebody. When you have attraction to somebody, everywhere in the world that you go, people know how to distinguish the attraction with you, with somebody. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, so, I, let me, like, so you've described European dating, right? Which I'm very envious of. Okay? Yeah. So it's like. But you clearly know when somebody likes you. No, but I'm just going to say. But like, in LA, you're nice to people and you exchange numbers. Almost every day, that day or the next day, I got a message at 3 or 4 a.m. Hey, hi, do you want to stop by my place? Or can I stop by your place? Or the one guy's like, can I roll through? I'm like, oh, roll through fucking where? Are you joking? Like, all these people, just, they think that they should... I was going to say, so you, it's like in, in Europe, you describe the dating scene, which I actually am envious of. And I'm like, well, that's that's a cool scene. Um, of course. It's where it's like, thing. you know, you have a lot of friends and you go out and, and you develop these relationships <laughs> over time and you know them and they know you and you kind of like it's very organic and and you you really you understand somebody and and you might even know them for a little while before you actually start liking them it's not just like oh i met you this night oh my and sometimes obviously there's that like instant chemistry but you 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 a lot of times for the long-term relationships kind of develop this attraction over time this is la is the absolute opposite of this you know like it is yeah. so based on superficial short term like and i mean part of it is that whether by choice or just genetics who knows but people in weather. la just don't have depth but like, I they're just not deal, about that i can't right? deal with weather stories anymore it's like fucking weather who cares like is weather gonna create your life no people create your life not weather. I mean, you can go off and go for a vacation, go for the two thing weeks. About, and, a bit, uh, let me know? say, the thing about weather, right, is, you know, there is a vibe to the summer and the winter, right? Yeah. And I think people who want to live, LA is obviously summer all the time. People who want to live in a summer all the time, like what, what is summer in New York, right? You leave work early. You, you know, you kind of sacrifice you spend all your money like you never save money know, during the but summer you go rooftops, no, no, but i'm saying of course it's amazing it's always fun in the summer summer's for fun irresponsible you know short-term flings summer love you know what i mean like everything about summer is about enjoying the moment and being irresponsible basically and yeah. in new york it's like okay cool that was the summer Fall comes, everybody gets more serious. Winter well, in comes, New York, you're, you're really... close to Europe. You go well, for vacation. Saying, no, 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 but you I'm go saying, to Europe it, for it, summer. Let me let me make my little spiel. So it's like the seasons, right? But in LA, like the type of people who come there, they want summer forever. They want that summer vacation. It's forever. Alice in Wonderland. It never stops. You, it, you don't it have, never stops. You don't have the measurement of time in I LA. Mean, I was there yeah. for five years. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I do not it, know. It's, it's a like vortex. Summer. Time. It's like one year summer that just was really, really long. You don't have any, and the type of people who really want that, it's like you just like that's why like nobody I know. If you like LA, I'm nobody sorry. Nobody I know has a job in LA, like a real nobody job. Nobody has a job, and nobody, nobody has, has any money. money. Nobody has money. But everybody's <laughs> drinking for free, going to parties constantly. I mean, 
we would always go for free everywhere, I get know, drink tickets, but, but, but like but everything's paid for, right? Everything is closed at two o'clock, one forty-five. Everywhere you well, go, now you gotta like stand, get in the huge Uber line to whatever fucking after party got leaked to the promoters, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, jammed in like four hundred fucking Uber SUVs. That like, was going to some poor asshole's fucking mansion in Bel Air. But that was always the weirdest thing. Like you get out of the club, it's two o'clock, and then it's like you need to find that address. Like, where is that the after party? This was the best thing about <laughs> and LA. And then waiting for this address for the, like half an hour outside. The, the value of a house in the hills, I could never have imagined the social value that just an address in the hills, like you could get anyone to go anywhere as long as you told them it was a fucking address in the hills like yeah. everyone is so th like every girl you talk to she's like okay where's the after oh you're in beverly hills and you're like no i don't live in beverly hills she's like oh okay <laughs> and it's just the disappointment like everyone's just hunting for that address the whole night it's like everyone's a little detective oh my God, every can't. promoter every like you know club girl like they're all just like what tonight's what's the after party what's the thing you know what i mean and it's like if you have that you can create all this mystique you have all this value i mean sometimes it gets 400 people and you got to call the cops to get them out but, but anyway it's like we, such a weird but thing, you know right? what we did like a escape from new york i mean escape from la uh so hard kind of like about in the same time actually i came like a year before and for me i was thinking you know i don't know san francisco or new york and i kind of like felt that I missed uh, like the best of my years when I left uh, New York the first time due to my relationship, whatever at the moment. But I really kind of like wanted to come Thank back. God, you didn't I go to know. San Francisco. No, you no, yeah. Done. But the thing is, what I, what I did is, I always want to, and that's something that I always recommend to people. You always have fucking opinions, and please don't have opinions about things that you don't know. Cities that you never live, things you never know. Just assuming it annoys the fuck out of me. Like I. I, I'm very opinionated, but the things that I say, I say about the things that I actually know. The thing is, though, it works both ways, right? So, but you have to know. We're not going to talk too much about this, but I will just say that, you know, I had went to Tokyo for the first time this summer, and we're not going to talk about why, but, um, <laughs> uh -oh. you know, I went to Tokyo you for the first it? time. No, but I want to just talk about the city, not the situation. You don't want to talk about the Japan? No, I don't want to talk about any of that. No Yakuza? Okay. Not without my lawyer present. Okay. I, I just want to say, like, you know, it's like I had such high hopes. Um, and I, I think from like some of the like 1980s, like Japan, like, you know, I love all sorts of Japanese culture, like the culture they export, which is so much like Hollywood, right? Like you export culture, right? Yeah. So it's like. But you've been there, so you know. So you well, can say now something. I've been there. Yeah. So and you can say something it was about like uh, my expectation was so high on it. Yeah. And then I went there and I was like, oh my God. Like, it's so maybe it's okay a place to visit, but you know I was there with a local, and these people are miserable. They work all the time. They don't not, have I mean, good social relations. But that was not mainly my point. It was you know when I talk about like I moved from LA and I don't want to live there. People are like, oh my god, why this is the best place? Did you ever live there? Would you ever? Did you ever visit? No. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Oh, that's the about? same thing, yeah. Like, don't even, like, you watch a couple of movies with the fucking palm trees, you have no clue. L.A. is fucking hell with the sun. And and, and somebody that I know <laughs> said the best thing, uh, actually, my ex-boyfriend ex said that, and I got to give him a credit, because this was, like, he's... He, this was a good thing. He's he said one thing is like this is the place the weather cheats you into thinking everything is cool. 
I use the best fucking assessment of LA. But when even though that, yeah. listen, but for New York, I lived here for ten years before I moved. And then when I decided that I want to maybe come back after summer, I just didn't go to LA. I stopped in New York for two months. So I was like, let me be in New York for two months, literally with my like just summer clothes, and let me see how it is. Let me see because this is ten years later. Let me see if I still like it. So I did not assume and talk shit. I even though I know I spent two months before I decided to move. So this is like this is something. That I always recommend to people: don't don't talk shit about things that you don't know. But it's difficult to get out of your chair and try to like go out of the, in the world and try things that get things that sometimes you don't I have mean, money or whatever. I've been trying to move back but to just, New York you know, for ten years since I left because I, I left know. in, in t- end of two thousand eight, and yeah. I've been trying to get back here. And yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to, to move cities. I mean, it, you know, especially if you try to establish a you know a career in one thing. And I'm sure you know you were in Hollywood for a reason, right? Like, and so it's just. You get all these. Well, I had my production there. It was easier to kind of like you know. And, all the, and you work with celebrities, yeah. and you you know you have you know a lot of people in the in the entertainment industry. So it's just like you yeah. know it's it's those I mean, ties I, I, keep I would you stay there, right? there. I would stay there with with Gerlato thing, but like you know, it just was kind of it wasn't yeah, like exactly. something that is gonna be for like five years. That would be the thing. That would be the quality of a job that would keep me there. But it was just kind of like one off and one off and like you know a month or a year uh, out of a year just to do the project. It was every year, but. Yeah. Um, I've kind of just, you know, and always like, I would just say like visiting a place, touristing, you know, yeah. like a week, you never know a place. Like yeah. I, you know, just left San Francisco. I grew up there. Not a fan. Um, and you know, it's like, I could show you such a great week in San Francisco. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if, if I, I if know, I yeah, picked yeah. a nice week, but like, to live is a different thing. It's, it's so different. And that, that's, that's the thing. Like, you just never, I, the reason I moved to LA I yeah. was going down there every weekend to party, or, yeah. you know, a couple times a month. Um, you know, my parents live near there, and so it's like I was just always there. And I was like, why am I living in San Francisco, spending all my free time in LA dating yeah. girls from there? Like, just the whole thing. Right, my whole yeah. life was that was it, I was like building a life in LA. But I was like, and so as soon as I got the opportunity, I was like, oh, I'm gonna well, move down and then, there. And then you just and like, it just totally changes. It's a much you, better place to and visit. And then you heard life. that I moved to New York, and then you just kind of like I heard Miranda was going to New York, and I was like, yo, fuck it. I gotta go. I gotta go, man. But you know, I just wanted to, because we have to cut this uh, um, podcast a tiny bit shorter because we're trying to catch a, a, a next game and we gotta leave. But. Hold uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a shout out. But, uh, but actually, what we're gonna do, what I wanna do with Brandon, because uh, what we mentioned before, he mentioned uh, European dating and how he's jealous about it. I wanted to do this one. We're gonna start that with the uh, next podcast that we're gonna do. For me, it's very interesting because he doesn't have that experience that we have in European dating. But the way that he kind of like made made up for it, he has all these kind of like um, uh, analyzing things in a way that kind of like produces actual results. This is what I'm always been fascinated with Brandon because he has all these kind of like little rules that we don't do European people do not do that but he got everything down to fucking science and it's so interesting to me when I call him and I have like trouble understanding a guy or something somebody giving me shit that happens sometimes I mean sometimes someone gives me shit not often but it happens he the way he like leads me through the situation is something that is so cool to me it's like you know the thing with texting that was so funny when I wanted I wanted to text a guy it's like, I don't know, what was it, like 10.30, he was at the party, whatever. He's like, do not text him, 
this is no value. <laughs> what did you say? That your text has no value right now because he's uh, like uh, partying. And uh, you gave me the whole assessment why yeah. I should not send that. Which is actually a, it was it's fascinating a, it's a marketing technique, right? So it's like, the, and that's he, where I got it from. This is what he does. Yeah, I love this. You know, it's, it's actually from, yeah, working in, in startups and you, you got to choose which time you're going to give blasts. And, and depending on what type of product, you know what I mean? Like it's like a consumer product. You yeah. always want to hit them between um, like six and 9 p.m. on weekdays, not Friday, obviously. Um, are you talking about tech people or are you talking about No, 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 consumer, but I'm just consumer, saying like, okay. like, so when you, when you, but it's any individual, like, so I just have that statistical data. It's like, when's the best time to send a text? Um, you know, cause you don't, and if you, moreover, if you know somebody's at a party, if you know they're interacting socially, generally like the best time is somebody's alone on their couch, you know, hanging out, this pre -gaming. is so great. I love this. I mean, women, and that's the, the you know. women, women, <laughs> women. I mean, I don't do this things. Of course, I like did not listen to Brandon and I send the fucking message. And it worked out. Whatever. And it worked out. I mean, you know what? You get a little cheap pass when you're a very attractive female. You can kind of break a lot of the rules and get away with it. I am not so lucky. Because my message was fucking red at that time. But what I was saying, I love the way that he like. This is a science so i'm the person who's always going to do what i feel like even though it's not going to be the result that i, I this is my thing like my tactique is not having any tactique and i just want to do how i feel because i uh, literally uh, um you know that saying i love that saying like between what's said and i meant and meant and not said all love is lost i love that like i just even if i'm gonna get in trouble i want to like we should put that on one of our t-shirts okay maybe but that's not like that. that's not let's not uh, discover everything in this one first podcast uh yeah but that's also a good thing but that somebody said that so we can't po put that on a t-shirt that somebody somebody said that like quote the one that you said um me and brandon we have like a t-shirt collaboration but we'll talk about that other time uh, oh yeah this is something uh, we need to talk about that like this is a really cool subject anyways but i like the way for you guys who like to do relationships with uh tactics and we having having that down to science i mean you would love his uh assessment of things i wanted to like i'm gonna quiz him next time about like all these little rules and and message was different what you told me but all the other things that you told me actually work you know and i would say to my girlfriends when they know a situation that I was dealing with a guy and I said, Brandon told me this and they're always like, oh my God, I love this fucking guy. Like, you know, this is the best thing that he said. Da, da, da. And your spiel about when I said, maybe I don't, I don't know if he wants to be my friend. The friend spiel was the best fucking thing. Don't mention any details, names or anything because I don't want, you know, like who knows who's listening. Uh, but that was also where I said to him, um, somebody that I was like, I don't know if he wants to be my friend, whatever. He gave me such a spiel. I was like, he wants to be a friend. Why the fuck would he want to be a friend? Who are you? He has so such important friends. So he mentioned some names and it's like, he made me feel like so like unimportant, but not unimportant, but that was like actually like accurate. Why the fuck would somebody want to be your friend? Like, are well, you, why, you know, when you're in a dating like kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, why is this? I did, like girls friend zone guys don't friend zone and especially you know like oh, yeah, yeah. that's what this whole thing it's like why you know like if if you you know held some status over him or like like you know business what like that's how guys you know we network yeah, yeah, yeah. for business most of the time yeah so yeah. if you really you know and that's obviously given who he's friends with what yeah, yeah. he does it's like why you know like why would you have so much value to him dating yeah. obviously but yeah, yeah. That value is not going to transfer over to like, yeah, you know, yeah. why would he friend zone you? No, like, it just doesn't is, make sense. But this, well, I don't know anybody. I mean, girls love to friend zone guys. I get yeah, it. I know, but. but I don't have any, like, 
I, I'm trying to see. Do I have any friends who don't want to sleep with me? I don't know. <laughs> you maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, just give me that shot, baby girl. What's up? <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> but they're all like, kind of like, oh, okay, I know you're not going to like, you don't like me, so let's just be friends. I know, I know. But this is it's funny to me how you got everything down to science, and I want to talk about that to more detail in our next podcast. I just want to kind of like introduce Brandon. Some of you, some of you already know him because I mention him all the time. And I think that he's like, uh, he's so smart. So just for just being 32 so years nice. old. No, I'm like, what the fuck? How are you so young? And you know all these things. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to talk about my age right now. But like sometimes I get like stuck with things. So, you know, I think it's like, you know, people should uh, hear what you got to say. So we're going to do a couple of like, more specific subjects starting uh with our next podcast i just want to introduce him and uh we need to actually run we gotta go okay people talk to you soon thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening